The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast, where the podcast that gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. I'm Adam. And I'm Abby. Hey, Welcome back, Abby. (laughs) Woo-woo. Our sister is back. Uh, The last time we talked to you, we were talking new kids on the block. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, And uh, as I remember... um, Adam wasn't too happy about that one, and yeah. I was kind of lukewarm. So, <laughs> I was very yeah. excited. I was most excited. We ran the gamut on that one <laughs> for our yes enjoyment of that. Uh, yeah, thanks, that guys. <laughs> That's different, you know. Uh, but you are back to do kind of a, a follow up or a sequel to an episode we did way, way back at the beginning. Um, Adam, when was that first episode? Do you uh, do you have that information handy? I do have that information. I just need a quick second. Um, it was episode 84 that came out in October of 2019. No, 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 that was definitely not the right one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. 90 sitcom phase. Where are you? Where's the crushes? Was this, I, I remember that being fairly early. There we go. So it was episode sixty-eight. Okay. Episode sixty-eight in June of nineteen nine of twenty nineteen. Okay. So it's it's been a hot minute, but we're following up uh, our nineties crushes with today's topic, which is our top ten eighties crushes. Which is interesting. We were all alive in the eighties. Yes. Um, we were very we were, young. We were very young. Um. I mean, I, I lived through basically all of the 80s, but I was 10 by the time we got out of it. So mm-hmm. um, this is, I'm imagining this is mostly kind of our crushes on what we remember from the 80s or from things that we remember that happened in the 80s and that sort of thing where probably we wouldn't have developed feelings for this sort of thing, you know, early or yeah. then it would have happened later. I, I remember us talking about this actually during our 90s episode. We're like, yeah, we probably couldn't do an 80s crushes episode because then we're just like, you know, kind of talking about being horn dogs about older stuff. <laughs> but that's pretty much exactly what this it's turned down what to. what we're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to be fair, when I was, so when I was about 12 or 13, I remember actually having a huge crush on Judy Garland. Oh. Uh, from The Wizard of Oz. So... Obviously, by that time, she was dead, so I didn't have a <laughs> crush on, at the time, current Judy Garland. Or if she wasn't dead, she was very old. Um, yeah. But I just remember seeing, you know, watching The Wizard of Oz and, and kind of having a crush on Judy Garland then. So it kind of makes sense, because we did live, live through that era. We did see, I'm imagining this is going to be a lot of probably actors and actresses or musicians or that sort of thing that happened from around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Judy, Judy Garland died in 1969. So, yes, she had been yeah, uh, she- long gone. <laughs> <laughs> I had a crush on a pile of dust. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah, but it does make sense, you know, like because we watched a lot of 80s, you know, things and listened to 80s music. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's kind of you couldn't put some of these people in a 90s crushes list. So I think it does make sense. And some of mine actually probably could be. 80s and, and into 90s, but I yeah, didn't actually really have crushes on these people until it probably late 90s. Yeah, or until so. you matured. But to it that was spot. but it was because of what I saw that mm-hmm. they made in the 80s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I have I have a couple of the same too. Yeah. Um, we did have one rule on this one because there were a couple people who could kind of fit that late 80s, early 90s. The one rule was no repeats. We could not repeat from our uh, 90s crushes list. Yes. And I hope I didn't because I didn't bother to look up what my <laughs> 90s list was. <laughs> okay. I looked it up because yeah. I knew specifically one person that I one one, uh, one person who had the right stuff. <laughs> who, who, okay. who could have made that list? Maybe two. <laughs> okay. Mom, uh, mom guessed. Well, I told her that I was doing this with you guys, and she said, "Oh, JTT." I said, "No, I can't use him because he was on my he was on my list in the '90s." So yes, or, yeah, yeah, the '90s. So all right, there's not too much uh, else we need to no. do to kind of uh, lead into this. So I think we should just kind of dive right in. 
I'm going to start us out. Adam, I remember uh, in your 90s crushes, uh, there was a certain uh, cartoon mouse <laughs> yes, that had was. taken your heart. I'm also going to start us off with a cartoon. Ooh. This is my only cartoon character that's on my list. And I have a very distinct uh, memory of of this character giving me, uh, I don't know, this funny feels. <laughs> and you're going to laugh when you hear it. It's Chitara from the Thundercats. <laughs> you know what? There's something about the Spees Boys and those kind of anthropomorphic, uh, <laughs> not quite human, you know, those things. Um, I get it, though, man. I get that. I mean, I watched I the cartoon a lot <laughs> when I was a kid, and Chitara is basically a, a girl in what looks like a one-piece unitard, essentially. I have to look uh, her up, I think. Oh, yeah. And if I remember correctly, John, when we talked Thundercats, that very first episode, you basically, they're, they're nude. And, you know, yeah. they, you don't see anything because they're all just like fur or whatnot. You know, they're, they was right. whatnot. But you still, as a, as a younger person, <laughs> you might be like, oh, my God, it's nude Chitara. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she was a strong, athletic, badass. And yeah, I think I don't think you are the only kid from the 80s who crushed on chitara probably not uh, i'm just the only one who's willing to admit it i'm guessing yeah <laughs> uh and I'll, I'll admit i did not have any um animated characters in my top 10 but mm. i have three animated honorable mentions who were kind of in that <laughs> 910 spot that eventually fell out uh all right well let's adam let's go ahead and move on to your number 10 then all right uh, my number 10 uh, is there's a chance she is on your list um, because there is a one particular movie from the 80s that we love this movie and her cleavage pretty much <laughs> made my entire um, <laughs> like crush bit of it. Uh, the movie I'm talking about is Clue and I'm talking Colleen Camp. Oh, did not make my list. Okay, she was Yvette the maid. Yes. And that getup was just like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, she's got, I mean, she's been in a whole bunch of other stuff as well. But like, yeah, for me, it's, it's, and maybe it's kind of when you're older and you have like the sexy maid (laughs) outfit and I I go back to her. She is like the exemplary sexy maid. Um, I I want to know, did anyone ever in history actually wear an outfit like that? Uh, I mean, you think that maybe it's rooted in reality, but like who only for would Halloween. Ma- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like who would make someone wear that to clean the house? It seems impractical. Yeah, Colleen Camp is interesting. I swear, every time I see her in a movie, she looks different, and I have yeah. to. I'm always surprised, like, oh wait, that's Colleen Camp because every movie I see her in, I'm shocked that it's her. What other movies has she been in? Um, I mean, she was in a different movie that same year. Uh, John and I talked about Daryl. Daryl. She was the mom in Daryl. She was the mom in Daryl, and oh. she looks she looks nothing like she does in Clue. Yeah. No. <laughs> and she's popped up in in other things yeah. too. Yeah. That's a so. that's a that's a that's a good pick. All right, Def- cool. Definitely somebody I took notice of whenever we first watched Clue, which I could not I couldn't tell you when we actually first did. I'm imagining it was well after the movie actually came out. Yeah. I can't imagine I can't imagine mom or dad taking us to the see that movie. Yeah, it came out the same time I did, 1985. Oh, so, okay. but but <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so probably not. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's head on over to Abby. What is your number 10? So my number 10 was someone who I mean was way older than me but there was it's one of one of my favorite movies and there's almost like an evilness to him but he is mesmerizing and that is from the labyrinth and that's david bowie and it's specifically that character like i never yeah i never really loved bowie but Mm -hmm. that specific character I mean, yeah. that cod piece. Yeah, exactly. The bulge <laughs> that he's got. In there. That, you know, that'll make anyone turn. So, yeah. Yep. I mean, and he's kind of androgynous yep. in that one. So I, I could have seen that one made, making any of our lists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there just was something about him in that movie. He, I, and I that will character. S- 
I will say, like his his um, like his confidence, yeah, in yeah. that movie really is kind of um, yeah. Oh, what's a good word? I mean, it's, it's mesmerizing is is about as good yeah. a word as any, as you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like I wish I had that kind of confidence, especially where and those pow- and power, you know, power the babe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, if you ever find yourself back in Atlanta, and I hope this is still up uh, by the time this airs, I'm not sure. If you go to the Center for Puppetry Arts, David Bowie's pants from that movie, actually his whole costume is on display. Uh, There's a whole Jim Henson display that has stuff from Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal and stuff like that. I hope it's still there because it was an an amazing uh, thing we visited. This would have been probably 2017 when we were there. We were back visiting Dad uh, during the summer. Mm-hmm. And we had the whole kids, and we took them down to the Center for Puppetry Arts. And that's an amazing place if you've never been. And I hadn't been since we were kids. I think our school took us down there once or twice when we were younger. I don't know about you guys, but no, I don't it's remember a great it. place to go. Uh, all right. I guess we swing back around to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we are mostly kind of getting into uh, actresses that I remembered from movies and stuff like that there's something about uh, my number nine i think it was in her eyes like she just had these kind of big eyes and uh i've only got one thing to say do you have a kiss for daddy this is mia sarah <laughs> uh higher on my list ah okay yeah <laughs> all right yep definitely it's from uh okay. ferris bueller's day off you didn't yes uh, you didn't put yeah. that together <laughs> yep i yeah. got it Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about later. her some more later. Um, uh, my number nine, she um, was kind of like, you know, an older cool kid in some of these 80s movies that I loved. I don't think she's on. No, she's not going to be on your list, John, because you're not a fan of the movie Goonies, right? Uh, I mean, oh, no. not not that I'm not a fan. I'm just like, I'm lukewarm about the movie. Okay. You're lukewarm. Oh. I'm. I'm red hot about the movie, Same. and I use red hot because the redhead, she ended up kissing Mikey, uh, but she was actually Josh Brolin's girlfriend, uh, well, kind of, and all this stuff. Carrie Green, she was in Goonies, she was in Summer Rental, she was oh, just a, a, right. a cute kind of kid actor, and so watching those movies as a kid, you kind of look up, and like that scene of, you know, kissing Mikey in the dark, in the cut, which, which, you know, she didn't, it was kind of a weird scene, but it was right. like... It was it was also really kind of like, you know, oh, I wish that would happen to me kind of thing. It was, right. So she was very adorable, and I liked her quite a bit. We just showed that movie to our kids like maybe a week ago. And did they, did they love I think it? They, I think they liked it. I think they okay. liked it. Um, we've been showing them a lot of stuff lately, older ones from our kids. It's helped uh, Adam doing this podcast because, you know, some of these older movies that aren't as popular are, you know, aren't popular now. I'll make them watch them and... Sometimes they'll surprise me. Sometimes they'll be bored by something I think they're going to love, and then they're going to love something that I was bored by, or you know, mm. I think they're not really going to like. But uh, yeah, I think they, I think they were, they were into the Goonies because I think they liked the whole pirate thing and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, and, uh, sloth is it sloth? Yeah, sloth, sloth. I think that they liked all that stuff. It's, I mean, it really is a fantastic film. It's uh, we haven't it's, gotten to it yet. I don't know why, but it's it's one of my wife's favorites. And if yeah. we ever have her on the show, it might be for that. Okay, that'd be good. Um, my br- my my brother, Jesus, uh, me. <laughs> my son was amazed to find out that the older kid was Thanos. Yeah, exactly. That Josh Brolin <laughs> yeah. uh, played the yeah uh, 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 Mikey's brother. I mean, and the other one is uh, is Samwise Gamgee. I yeah, mean, exactly. You, had, you you've shown him the Lord <clears throat> of the Rings, right? Yes, and uh, which my daughter was not. Um, overly impressed by but when i told her that he was on stranger things then she was impressed because she loves stranger things yeah how could she be your kid and not like lord of the rings i figured i, it, I thought I, it was part of y'all's dna I between know. you and christy <laughs> i think i don't think she's quite old enough to really follow that movie very well yeah so my my son a little bit more so but she loves stranger things and he was on that so at least we made yeah. that connection all right, uh, Abby, I guess we're moving over to your number nine. Um, so my number nine is actually a girl. A oh, um, little bit of a girl crush that I don't think that I, I don't think I realized until later that I kind of had a girl crush on her. Um, but she, I had a girl crush on her because she was a badass bitch. 
um, really. <laughs> um, and she and I don't is blame you. from the movie The Terminator, who played oh. Sarah Connor, so Linda yeah. Hamilton in oh my that God. movie. Linda Hamilton in T2, like her yeah. definition. Yeah. I mean, who who didn't want to have those shoulder and back muscles when she's I doing the pull-ups? I wanted to be her. And yeah. also, she was be- she's beautiful, too. She's got a beautiful oh, yeah. face, and she had a, like... Smoking body, and so yeah. That. And uh, if you remember, uh, we watched it a few times. Uh, the show Beauty and the Beast. She was the beauty yeah. in Beauty and oh, the Beast. Yeah. So, oh like, yeah, you, right. Yeah, with the the big like the liony Ron Perlman. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah, so that's my number nine. Yeah, that's a great call. Little girl crush. Adams talked extensively about his guy crush for Arnold. So oh yeah, um, I won't be surprised if that shows up on. I wouldn't Adam's either. List. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> That would have made sense. That would have made sense, yes. Yeah, that would have made sense. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a movie that we're considering introducing our kids to is T2. We're not even going to do T1. We're just going to skip straight to T2, and oh. we'll just tell them the backstory. Okay. Because I'm sorry, T1 is okay. I get bored watching it. Yeah. It is, it's quite slow. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. I mean, because, you know, I, I don't even know if I remember watching Terminator before Terminator 2. I might have watched it Terminator 2 first. I agree. I'm pretty sure yeah. I did that as well. I'm yeah. sure we all did. Uh, all right. I guess we'll go around to my number eight. Um, she is from a movie that uh, I put on our, our list of stuff to do pretty early. I'm pretty sure it was one of our first ten episodes. Uh, Adam, you talked about redheads. There's no one more red to me than Red Sonia. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, I never at is uh, Brigitte Nielsen, specifically from Red Sonia or yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 2 when she played the top, the really tall blonde uh-huh girl but i brigitte nielsen in the early 80s was just yeah. mm, chef's kiss i mean she she was also uh uh rocky four she kind of had the tall the high cut uh she was the russian ivan drago's wife in that I've one s- i've not seen any rocky movie past rocky 2 what yep my man brother john <laughs> rocky four it is surprising <laughs> I, agree. Rocky I, four. I have seen past rocky 2 <laughs> yeah wow that's like Rocky Four is the one I, I've seen more than anyone because okay. they are it's the most fun without question the most fun of them. Okay, which one? But, which one's? Yeah. That, that's I'm assuming that's the one with Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago, yeah. Okay. Uh, which Mr. T with, is in number three. Number three, okay. I like. Yeah. I like Mr. T. Yeah, that's a good one too. I mean, yeah. I I would highly recommend that shit. Maybe we do that for we go through like the first five on our on our <laughs> exclusive feeds and we're just starting or we do we we start rocky in the first and then do you just continue and let's get you let's get you rockified mr t lives in town and i keep hoping that one day i'll run into him or just see him i've had friends who've actually seen him just driving around the road or stuff like that like he's one he's someone who like i would actually kind of like fangirl over yeah. meeting. I- I did see him in person once. Um, I didn't talk to him or anything, but he was in. I was working uh, when I had my first stint of living in L.A. I was working at Sonic Pool post-production. We were doing some edit stuff there. And Mr. T came in to do uh, some voiceover work because they had some some booths and stuff. And so I saw him walking around, of course, with all this freaking jingling and all that stuff. But I didn't I didn't say anything. It was just I was just like, oh, Mr. T. I wonder if they I wonder if they made him take off all that jewelry to do the ADR. <laughs> would I? You know what? I would. Hope I'm so. not sure you. Uh, well, you'd hope so, but he's Mr. T. Good luck trying to get him. To I know. Try off. to say, hey, you need to take that off. No way. I pity the fool. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we were talking about Brigitte Nielsen. Oh, yeah, good uh, call, I, I mean, her her and Red Sony, I think, is really what did, did it for me. The long red hair, this you know, mm-hmm. the badass with the sword taking on Arnold. Yeah. Um, the only the only woman who could keep up with him. Yeah, another another like kind or, of badass. Actually, slip that. It was the only female. man that could keep up with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. It was a good good choice. Uh, all right, Adam. Um, I think there is a definite chance this person is on John's list. Um, I know th- I'm pretty sure this movie meant a lot to you as like kind of becoming a man. Uh, but it's just it's particularly one film, and there's a bucket of water dumped on her and it's hot as shit uh, i'm talking jennifer beals oh did it, it was an honorable mention okay yeah flash dance i mean super hot yeah. she's dancing around that scene right there super sexy she's very sexy in the film jennifer beals beautiful woman great actress hell she's still doing a lot of stuff she's in uh, book of boba yeah right now but um yeah and it's particularly flash dance and we watched that uh i'd say 
fairly often when we were younger, yeah. thanks to Dad. <laughs> dad yeah. loved that movie. And once I got older, I realized, why did Dad love that movie so much? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's the first movie I saw that I saw boobs in. Yeah. <laughs> was Flashdance. Because dad, dad had us watch that probably too young. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. I keep waiting for uh, Jennifer Beals' character in uh, in the Book of Boba to do the flat, to do the maniac dance. Oh, that I wish. <laughs> like to do uh, that, like with the with, jump, the, with, with the their twilight, their twilight yeah. little things like spinning around. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Abby, what are we on? Eight. Yeah. All right. So we're still we're on eight. Mm-hmm. So this one, I didn't really have a physical attraction to this person, but I was definitely attracted to his voice. Um, and that is Rick Astley. Oh, Two yeah. specific songs, Never Gonna Give You Up and, oh, together, yeah. and together Forever. Together Forever. <laughs> he, yeah, he had that kind of big booming voice coming he out did. kind of like a skinny white guy. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know how this works, but it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know so many people who were shocked once they found out what he actually looked like. And yeah, yeah that... Including me. Whatever you think of the songs, especially now, because that that poor, um, which one of the songs is it that gets Rick rolled? Not uh, together forever. The other one. Yeah. Never gonna never give gonna you up. Never gonna. You, yeah. uh, never gonna let you. It's down. played everywhere now because people Rick roll. Desert you. But uh, man, his voice is very impressive. Have you oh, yeah. seen the video of him singing with Foo Fighters? No. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, it's great. They um. They pulled him on. It was a. I think they were in Japan, and it was a last second thing. They started doing kind of for fun in their sound checks. They started playing "Never Gonna Give You Up," but they were playing the inst. They, they were playing the instrumental as if it were uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Hmm. So they were playing uh, the guitar part, dun da dun 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 But they were using the chords from "Never Gonna Give You Up." And so they they did it that way. Well, they were about to do it in Japan, and Dave Grohl looked over, and Rick Astley, who was in the same festival as them, was standing on the side. He ran over, pulled him out, gave him a microphone, and said, and basically they sang "Never Gonna Give You Up" in the style of Nirvana with That's Rick so Astley cool. on stage. Hey, look it That's up. They've done it a couple times on stage. It's actually really really cool. Uh, yeah, I totally get. Look at that, Rick Astley. Just kind of looking at particularly like that music video. He just looks like a goober. He looks like he's like a like a fratastic douche turd. But if you he's look got at that voice, yeah, his he, voice was amazing. If you look at him now, his voice, I think he had he's, a sexy voice. I think yeah. he's aged better. I think he looks it, better now as an older guy than I think he did when he was younger. I yeah. agree. And and knowing how he has taken that whole kind of joke of never going to give you up, it's in such stride, and he's willing to like laugh at himself. You, you always appreciate that. That always also just kind of ups the uh, respect yeah. factor. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving up to number seven. There is a possibility that my number seven might be on Adam's list and higher because uh, we've talked about her at least once on here, maybe more than once. I'm trying to remember if she showed up in, in any more, but there's one movie she's really famous for, and then there's one movie that makes me laugh about it every time, and uh, that's when she has relations with a certain foul mouth foul. Uh, I'm talking <laughs> higher on my yep, list. Okay. Yeah, we'll say we don't even need to say the name because it's getting much higher on my okay, list. Okay. Oh, that. Man. <laughs> All right, uh, All right well, moving on, I guess. Keeping Ab- keeping Abby in suspense. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I don't but, know. Uh, my number seven is uh, from multiple awesome '80s films. Uh, she is best known probably for playing the really weird girl in Breakfast Club. But I actually really thought she was cute in War Games and Short Circuit, so that's where she I got my crush on Ali Sheedy. Okay, didn't make my list. Okay, um, yeah, I mean she is just she's just too weird in Breakfast Club, but she was awesome in War Games. Uh, Love that film, you know. Mm-hmm. Aside Matthew Broderick, she's super cute in that one, and also Short Circuit, which is another movie that we all uh, love, that. love, and we've yeah. talked about wanting to get to that one as well. So I don't know, Ali Ali Sheedy is just um, a 80s just huge actress where she just seemed to be in everything yeah um just yeah beautiful woman not always the best sometimes some of that 80s-esque hair that you don't love but (laughs) i mean we did then but yeah yeah did then (laughs) but like i'd say actually i think i think war games is probably where i liked her best yeah she is just definitely the most adorable in war games 
I actually liked her in uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um, I've never been a huge Molly Ringwald fan, and I thought I think the weirdness is what I thought was cool <laughs> about Breakfast Club. But I guess I'm weird, so. Yeah. Well, John, if you found out in the movie, it's not until she gets all dolled up at the end that finally a guy will like her. That's that was kind of a uh, weird thing. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one weird. That's yeah. Hollywood weird for you. It is Hollywood weird. Embrace your weird. Uh, I think there are plenty of people out there like John that like the weird girls too. So be yourself. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Ali Sheedy, super cute, super 80s, all about it. All right, Abby, your number seven. My number seven is, um, I feel like pretty much the rest of mine are all from movies moving forward. But um, my number seven is Charlie Sheen. Really, because of Major really? League. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> because of Major League, and he was also in Young Guns, too. But really, I think Major yeah. League was the main one. He, um, he was rather hunky in that movie. He was. Yeah. 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 He, was, he had that bad. I mean, you got a couple bad boys on With your list. With the, sure. the lightning shave down yeah, the right. side of his head. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's I mean, my number seven. And he kind of, in the same vein, like his cameo in Ferris Bueller had that sort of same attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sort of cool guy, leather jacket attitude. Right. I mean, he was yep. he was pretty hunky in Major League, so I'd, yeah. I'd completely understand that. And it's and that was an 80s movie, and that's definitely yeah. what movie made me attracted to him. Yeah. Yeah. And even with those uh, glasses. Yeah, he still even looked those good glasses with the glasses. Look, look cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, all right, I guess we're going around to number six. Uh, it's going to be hard to save some of these. Adam, you're surprising me. You kind of surprised me with Ali Sheedy, so uh, okay. we'll see where this is going. Uh, my number six, speaking of badass women, this uh, this woman uh, had an attitude all her own, and uh, I really took stood up and took notice, uh, especially in the third movie of the franchise, when she was uh, suffocating a big giant blob to death, and that's uh, Carrie Fisher. Higher on my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. my list is just getting wrecked, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. It's happened before to all of us. You know, you, you find out, you know, we're going to have no uh, surprises near the end for me, but, you know, great call. Great call. Okay. All right. Uh, then, Adam, what is your number six? I'm kind of surprised you're so low on your list, <laughs> but... All right. Uh, number six is where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yep. My number six is definitely falls into that group that is the late 80s, early 90s. She could have made uh, a 90s list because the show that I watched her on, I watched mostly in the early 90s. But she came about as a character uh, in the late 80s on it um, when she co-hosted a show with uh, the late, great Danny Tanner. Um, mm. And she was mm-hmm. then she got married to another hunky badass, Jesse Katsopoulos. Uh, I'm talking Lori Laughlin, who was Aunt Becky in Full House. Okay. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely remember having a crush on, uh, on Aunt Becky, even even, uh, yeah. even despite the, uh, the <laughs> yeah. university scandal. The USC <laughs> scandal of getting your kid into the sailing group or whatever it is, the rowing club. Yeah. Um, yeah. All that bullshit aside, uh, which, you know, I hate that. You have enough money. Just you could buy your kid, you know, uh, whatever. Grumpiness aside, yeah. <laughs> she was super cute as Aunt Becky, and you always liked her. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she just she was sweet. She was nice to all the kids, but also she was a great mom in her own right, and she was hot as hell. And you just you know, everybody, I think a lot of people had a crush on Aunt Becky. I agree. All right, Abby, you're number six. All right, well, to keep with the full house theme, mine was Uncle Jesse. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so John Stavos. Um, I mean, and I, j- a lot of mine really are kind of late 80s into the 90s because yeah. I didn't crush on them until it was probably late right. 90s anyway. But um, but yeah, Uncle Jesse, he was a hunk. I get he Yeah, he was a hunk. He was a bad boy just like me. And I guess I know why, you know, Larry Laughlin liked him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great call. I totally get that. call. It totally is fitting with a lot of your other choices. I mean, yeah. He he's got that uh, he's kind of he has that sort of leather motorcycle guy look. I'm noticing a pattern in him and Charlie Sheen. Yeah, uh, he was a musician. He was a singer, a drummer. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Jesse and the Rippers. That's a cool ass band name. It is a good name. <laughs> I liked it because he played drums standing up. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I didn't remember him doing drums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was the drummer and he always played standing up because and singing. So hmm. it was interesting. I always wondered how he bothered to play the bass drum while he was standing up and singing, but he made it work. 
Because he's John Stamos. That's how he made it work. Because he's John fucking Stamos. (laughs) (laughs) He still looks good. He really does. He aged well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number five. This is, uh, so my number five is actually a musician. Um, I don't know if that's going to show up on Adam's list. I would actually more figure it would actually show up on a on Abby's list more than Adam's list. But uh, she was forever my girl, is Paula mm. Abdul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mostly yeah. from her music videos. Uh, that damn cat video. Yeah. Oh, so many <laughs> times. Opp- opposites attract. Opposites attract, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great entertainer. I always thought she was super cute. I loved her dance moves. I don't know something about her. She's still a good entertainer. I just saw her a few years ago. Oh, really? Well, I believe yeah. it. I believe. It. I mean, she was a. I mean, she was a, a choreographer for a while, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm. I'm sure she's continued to do that. So that's. Uh... Yeah, I saw her with Boys to Men and New Kids on the Block. Oh yeah, <laughs> in a perfectly '80s '90s show. Yeah, love that. Uh, yeah, sounds like it'd be a hell of a show. Yeah, that's a good call. I definitely like it. Uh, I, I, Abby, I gotta ask: Does Boys to Men still do Motown Philly? Oh, they they I saw them I last think, year. I think they, they did do. do it when I okay. saw oh, yeah. them. It was a it was like three years ago. If they don't do that song. I'm not going to see them. Yeah, I think they did. Honestly, I think it was what they how they opened to get the crowd pumped really quickly. Because yeah, they mm-hmm. played actually here in Lagrange um, last year. Okay, I don't know how we got Boys to Men, but we got them <laughs> out here and it was awesome. And well, I mean, they awesome. put on good show. If you if you give anyone enough money, they'll go anywhere. So yeah, that's I mean. I always wondered how like these big name country stars are always playing like state fairs and stuff like that, and they must just have enough money to bring them in. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, Adam, your number five. Uh, my number five is probably the number one for the vast majority of people when they think of '80s crushes, and for a lot of people, it's for one scene. But for me, it's for a different movie altogether. Um, but I still liked her in that movie. And there's a chance you've got her. I'm going to say Phoebe Cates is my number five. Not on my list. Okay, okay. Um, we were not huge Fast Times guys, no. either of us. I mean, I like the movie. It's good. Yeah, she's super cute. It's a very memorable scene. It's the most memorable booby scene in all of the 80s for a lot of people, and I think that's why they put it in here. Um, I thought she was really, really cute in the movie Gremlins. Uh, oh, but I yeah. also, of course, very, very cute in um, Fast Times are Might High. But uh, she's, I mean... She's awesome. She's been in a, a whole bunch of different stuff, but um, kind of the iconicness of Phoebe Cates brought her up so high for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Fast Times is fine. I don't ever find myself having a desire to rewatch that movie. I'll be honest. I don't know that I have seen that movie. You're honestly, I don't know that you're really missing anything. It was, it was like you know, teen sex comedy, early eighties, yeah. and it, you know, I'd say product of its time. And there's some people who love it for what it is, but, you know, uh, and that's that you've probably seen memes or something. I mean, her coming out of the of the pool with the red bikini opening it up, um, that's, you know, very, very memorable for a lot of people. Yeah. And been parried, parodied quite a bit. Yes. Yep. And she's in Drop Dead Fred as well, but that was early 90s. But um, mm. never seen but, that one. Oh, you never saw Drop Dead Fred? <gasps> no. Oh. oh, I like that one. Yeah. What was that, what was that actor's name? I don't even remember. I just remember not liking him, and I'm like, nah, I have no desire to see this movie. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but for me, uh, Gremlins, she was super cute in Gremlins. I really like that movie as well. So, yeah, she's just she's overall super adorable. All right, Abby, you're number five. All right, my number five, um, I think I liked, started liking him because of this specific movie, which was in the late 80s, which was Dead Poet Society, and that's Ethan Hawke. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of the artistic guy this time. Mm-hmm. The sensitive dude. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like That's a great movie. John, yeah. John and I rewatched that one, didn't we? Not too long ago. Or at some point. Did we do that one? Uh, Dead Poet Society? Yeah. No, we haven't done that one yet. Oh, oh well, I watched, I watched it. I watched it we, over the last couple years. We did talk years. Explorers, and he was uh, in Explorers. He was the main kid in Explorers. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah, his yeah, first yeah. movie. Yeah. When did no, Explorers it, come out? That's like... 90s no that was no, like was 80s. 80s. It was like 85 86 87 something like that yeah oh well then yeah. that then that was probably another one then i remember him mm-hmm. in yeah yeah we definitely from watched the, that one from the 80s so. yeah yeah yep um yep that's a good call mm-hmm. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like damn right it is <laughs> damn right it's a good call. <laughs> oh you know what movie i didn't like him in huh gattaca i know you say that every time oh. gattaca's a really good movie i hate what's, it what's the he, one with he, denzel 
Um, training day. Uh, training training day. I didn't like training day. Uh, I've I've actually not, too. I've not did, seen that. I did. I know. Like I know. Denzel one. won the uh, Academy Award for that one, but I've yeah. still never seen it. I mean, I like Denzel in that one. I did yeah. not like Ethan Hawke in that one, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Number four. I wonder if number four show up in your list, Adam. I'm just. Yeah, well, you've, you you have three of my top four have already been said by you, so this is your last chance. <laughs> my last chance. <laughs> or it's a chance, yeah. Uh, so uh, she was from a TV show that uh, I know we watched fairly regularly. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily appointment TV for us, but we 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 did watch it. I'm talking Winnie Cooper, mm-hmm. Danica McKellar. Yeah. Not on my list, but I th- a lot of uh, uh, guys. I think your age, particular, like are most. I think guys more my age are on the um, uh, boys uh, uh, boy meets world um, Topanga train, right. where guys your age are on the Winnie Cooper train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like I think Danica McKellar has gotten. More beautiful as she's gotten older. Yeah. Um, she, I've seen her in in quite a few things that she was through the two thousands. She has that whole like that sort of like that smart girl thing with the yeah. with the math, all the math stuff she does. I think she's just getting more beautiful as he gets as older. But of course, everyone, as you said, my age is gonna remember her as as Winnie Cooper and had the kind of that boyhood crush on her. Yeah, I didn't think about her. I know, I know, everybody uh, does love Mayim Bialik. You know, because she's great actress and and you know has the um, you know good personality, but also the science background. Would uh, Danica McKellar be a, a potential? Why didn't we test her out as a Jeopardy host? Hmm. She could have done good. She's got she's got a degree in mathematics. She's freaking smart. I don't know. Maybe she didn't have a desire to. Yeah, you never know. know. Uh, all right, Adam. I guess we'll figure out what your number four is. Yeah, my number four is one of the many said by you already, uh-huh. uh, and it is Mia Sarah. Uh, Sloan from Ferris Bueller, uh, legend, I'm going to say hung, uh, in legend. <laughs> she is super, super sexy in legend. Um, but yeah, she's just adorable. Kiss for daddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I forgot she was in legend. Yeah. I, o- oh, I can yeah. only think Tim Curry and Tom Cruise when I think that movie, I completely forgot that she's also in that. Uh, yeah. Um, and showing not, not, you know, all the skin, but. She's the she's like the main girl that Legend is trying to get or yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's been a ton, and I don't, it, it's it's weird because it's not like she's like overly sexy in Ferris Bueller's. She's just adorable, and like yeah. you just want to hang out with her, and like she seems like someone you could go out and hang with and just have a lot of fun. Oh. She she's got great vibes in yeah. that movie where she's just she's you know down to clown and like you know she wants to just you know have a good time and enjoyable and she she you know goes on these rides with Ferris and Ferris like I don't know even at the beginning of the movie he's like you know ah you know I'm about to graduate you know she's you know a junior or a sophomore or whatever he says and she's like you know I don't know if we'll stay together and I'm just like why the fuck would you not stay together with her <laughs> <laughs> she's awesome <laughs> down for adventures super cool yeah uh, all right. Abby, you're number four. So my number four, um, he's kind of the another little rebel a little bit um, from the movie Footloose, Kevin Bacon. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was definitely the movie that I fell in love with, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. one, who, who didn't? I mean, he was awesome in that. But two, yeah. like... Kevin Bacon in Footloose is like the bad boy that all the girls want, the new yes. kid who comes into town. The underdog, the like you want him to succeed and Yeah. He doesn't fit in it initially yeah. and You know, yeah. it's, it's it's a town full He's of got town moves. full of people. Exactly. <laughs> town full of people who are used to this status quo that's boring and like all you know, these young girls and I forget who played the main girl in Footloose. Adam, do you remember who that is? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. But I mean like you can tell like she can't wait to get out of that town. Yeah. And yeah. in comes this kid who's lived the life that she wants to go live. And I mean, who's not gonna be attracted to that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. completely understandable. And I'm sure that's pro- probably why it that movie resonated with the uh, everyone across the US. I'm sure like in the Midwest, everyone, you know, lives in those towns where like, God, I cannot wait to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Lori Singer was the actress. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh Ariel Ariel. 
I can't remember how, how what her character's name was spelled. But yeah, I mean, again, talking about vibes, man. He came in as cool kid, yeah. you know, McGee. And he just took that town by by storm and but he liberated it. He you know, he did exactly <laughs> what you know you want to see happen. And he he beat the oppressor and uh let everybody dance. Yeah. <laughs> they leapt and danced. danced. <laughs> there's uh there's that scene Leaping when he's in the dancing. Uh, when he's in the warehouse doing his dance. Oh yeah. And uh he he has this one move in there where he like flats himself against the wall and then like arches his back. Uh-huh. I had a friend in college who any time he was just standing up against the wall, he would do that <laughs> as a, as a joke. And then he was referencing that and it was it was just funny cuz it would happen out of nowhere. Yeah. Nice. Uh. Uh, all right. He had, good, he had a good name though too. I want to add it, Ren. Ren. Like Ren yeah. is a is yeah. a, is a, a cool. Yeah. It is a cool, cool name. kid, sexy kid name. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that'll be my, my kid boy kid name. In yeah. The there you go. You might as well take that. I'll take yeah. it, Ren. I already have a girl a girl name. Which I'm not gonna say yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, all right, our top three. All right, so Adams has been almost spoiled, or at least two out of the three. I think two out of two out of three ain't bad. Uh, we'll see if yeah. you spoil any more, I guess. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this yeah, this will be your last chance to spoil it. <laughs> because yeah. Okay. All right. Well, my uh number 3, a woman specifically from a movie and this movie um kind of means a lot to me because in my mind it's the first movie I remember going to see in the theater. We've talked about it before, Adam. It was Batman 89. Yeah. And so my number three is Kim Basinger. Uh, A good call. Not not my choice. Um, Love Kim Basinger. And yeah, we talked extensively Batman. Just, I mean, yeah, I I remember that you saying how that was uh, your first movie and how it made that impression on you. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I mean, I know we all, we were all there. I remember we all went because actually Mm -hmm. I remember dad was the one who took us. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think it was not long after um, mom and dad got divorced. Um, and so dad took us and I remember us all being there. I also remember there being rowdy teenagers and dad being pissed that they wouldn't <laughs> shut up. But it's my first memory of us going to the theater and I'm sure it happened beforehand, but that's my, that's the only one I can still, uh, remember. But I mean, Kim Basinger in that movie is kind of like, if I was going to pick a movie that I think was better, I don't, Adam, I don't know if you was, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the one where she was animated? Was that cool thing or uh, cool, cool world? world? I actually haven't seen all of cool world. But uh, L.A. Confidential, I thought she was pretty oh, yeah. cute in that yeah, one. That was, yeah, that was the uh, 90s. Yeah, she was very sexy in that yeah. one. But uh, Batman's love interest. All right, Adam, your number three. All right, my number three is the my one uh, top unspoiled uh, pick. And I thought there was a chance, but she, there's no way she's going to be this high on your list, I don't think. Uh, we talked about her a little bit when we talked uh, race, not race, Space Camp with Alex Renekamp. She was in a comedy movie, but I thought she was so hot, and maybe it's because my idol Arnold Schwarzenegger liked her, uh, but I liked her a lot as well. Kelly Preston. She was in mm. Twins. Yeah. She was the the attractive blonde that uh, that kind of Arnold went oh, after in yeah. Twins. Yeah. 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 She's pretty. Um, she's very pretty. She was, besides that, she was also in um, Mischief, and she has a nude scene in that one. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> that left an impression. Uh, but... <laughs> But uh, twins in particular is uh, where I my fondness for Kelly Preston started. Yeah, that uh, I don't know why that didn't uh, come into my mind. I don't know that she would have made my top ten. She might have been an honorable mm. mention. But yeah, her mm-hmm. and twins, she was awesome in that movie. Uh, all right, Abby, what's your number three? I'm up. So mine actually was a was a Batman later on, um, but a specific movie in the eighties got me liking him and that's Val Kilmer. Is oh. that ice <laughs> man? It's the butt yeah. Ice. Ice on top. <laughs> you know, I was looking up some of the movies he was in in the eighties. He was also on Top Secret, which yeah. I actually love that movie. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Um but yeah, Val Kilmer. He's he's got that like rigid jawline. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. Oh, he's he's he looks like a a nicer looking Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. In that sort of square head. Yeah, yeah, less less uh 
you know, less meat heady, even though <laughs> Dolph Rundgren is not a meathead. No. But yeah, just kind of like, yeah, toned down, but it's a good, I, I can totally see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Abby, uh, it's, uh, we're going around number two, but it's, uh, it's, uh, fortuitous that you mentioned Top Gun because my number two comes from Top Gun. It's ah. Callie McGillis. Nice. Uh, I know, that's another scene you talked about is what the, made you a man. That's The sex scene in Top Gun is what made me a man. Absolutely. <laughs> that weird tonguing shadow scene, I, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure how I feel about it now, but uh, man, she looked, uh, it's, again, it's, she's got confidence. She's in a leadership position. You know, the way, just the way she walks, the way she carries herself. I think the confidence is what projects um, the sort of like, I don't want to say sexuality, but it's like you're attracted to it. I don't I am. I don't know about you. She's an instructor banging a student. That totally yeah. <laughs> shouldn't happen, but I get it. They're all adults. <laughs> it happens all the time, Adam. <laughs> They're all adults. Yeah. Also, but I mean, like, she's a civilian, so she's not. Yeah, a- true. Yeah, <laughs> she's not. Uh, she's not in the in the navy. And, and uh, what I want to kind of I mean that was that, that the ice scene where you put puts the ice like down mm. on her stomach. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I love that. But that, that throws me over to um, hot shots. Hot shots, which is with Charlie uh, Sheen, where he's yeah. cooking the uh, egg and <laughs> egg stuff and on that egg. other bacon on the on that girl's belly. I think that was <laughs> freaking hilarious. What a good what there were some really good parody movies back in the day. Yeah, there with were. like Top Secret and Hot Shots, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, Adam, you're number two. My number two uh, is one I am surprised was uh, like number seven on your list or six on your list. Um, that metal bikini is another reason that a lot of other people would have probably have her as their number one in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I mean, of course, I loved her on that pile of slug choking him out in her metal <laughs> bikini. But we have both discussed the movie where we think she is at her most attractive uh-huh. is Blues Brothers. Yep. And for those two reasons, Carrie Fisher is mm. my number two. I mean, her uh, her with, a, with an M16... Just yeah, shooting away. <laughs> Pretty badass, awesome. badass woman. Uh, also, but like there was a natural beauty to her mm-hmm. in Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers that I really, really appreciated. Um, just yeah, yeah, gorgeous woman. Uh, badass in multiple things that she she's been in. Uh, so yeah, she was gotta, a, gotta have. It's iconic. Yeah, she's iconic. She was a hell of a writer. It was it, like the her the how mm-hmm. her writing and like how smart she really was was something that you know especially for other actresses from the 80s, you know, kind of was, we didn't see that because we didn't really get to yeah. see them do the stuff when they're at their best or we didn't really get to see a lot of interviews with them doing that stuff. But then when you learn later, like, how smart she really is and um, I think she was, like, the go-to for punch-ups in Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, for punching up uh, scripts and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, it kind of comes back to that stupid metal bikini. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Which you cannot go to a Comic Con without seeing at least five or six or a hundred of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm it's, sure. It's yeah. still it's still popular. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's um, if it's kind of been taken back as uh, yeah, it's a metal bikini, but we're gonna kind of take it back for mm-hmm. strong women or however they want to do. It. I mean, because it's referred, it's not referred to as the metal bikini. It's referred to as the slave Leia, which is yeah. problematic mm-hmm. in itself, but also was true as to the context of the film. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Abby. Okay. So, my number two brings it back to Top Gun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And also, Cocktail. I mean, Tom Tom Cruise. And I mean, both of those, but I love Tom Cruise and Cocktail. Also, love the Mm -hmm. movie. But yeah. So, Tom Cruise, he can't not make my list for 80s crushes. I mean, in the 80s, that was a good looking dude. He was. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, talk about uh, another movie that we all watched way too young was Cocktail. Right. Uh, we John and yeah. I had mentioned that before. That's yeah. not a movie, but we all saw that when we were we were young. I mean, I I was definitely uh, definitely under ten when I watched that one. Actually, yeah. I I had planned on putting that on our our schedule. Oh, I don't know definitely. if I hadn't yet, but I actually know what I want to pair with it, so I I was gonna go ahead and put it on. So yeah, go for it. What, what are you gonna pair with it? Uh, well, since Cocktail was about bars, I figured we'd put Cheers. Oh, that works. I like it. Because there's not there's, there's not a lot of TV shows that Tom Cruise was on or is there any TV show Tom Cruise was on? Not as a starring role, no. I don't think. Yeah, no, not that I yeah. know of. Only would have been a guest thing, though, because he sure. started out movies pretty pretty early. Oh with, yeah, uh, Taps, yeah. which we've already talked about actually. 
Are we back to number one? Back to number one. We are back to number one. Do you want to do honorable mentions? I don't think my honorable mentions will be on your list, John, but... Um, I have five. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got multiple, too. Uh, well, my number one hasn't been mentioned, so I I don't know if I want to chance it. Okay. Okay. Right, yeah, go for it. And then we'll do honorable mentions afterwards. Okay. My... <laughs> My number one 80s crush also comes from cocktail, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> yeah. I I knew she was going to be your number one. Yeah. Uh, something about Elizabeth Shue. I just I just like the way, I mean, she had that, you know, karate kid, we, mm-hmm. which we also just showed to our kids. And now my son is like, he's so ecstatic about the karate kid. He's like, well, now we got to watch Cobra Kai. And I'm like, hold on. We got like yeah. four other movies to watch before we can even get to Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. So there is there is some language in Cobra Kai, just as a heads up. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. they're kind of getting used to it. So, yeah. And she was in Back to the Future Part Two as well. I mean, yeah. she was, yeah, all over. She was the all over. And th- two and um, three. Yeah. But I, I think I first really noticed her, um, as, you know, as a, as a boy notices a girl uh, in Cocktail. Mm. Because she was okay. super sexy in that movie, and then there's that whole you know scene in the lagoon mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and loved her on the boys. Mm, oh yeah, she was great on that. I right, yeah, Elizabeth Shue's my number one. Good pick. Thank you. And my number one. Uh, I think I mentioned this when John and I talked Howard the Duck. Uh, that is the foul mouth foul Abby uh, that John had is like number nine or ah. something. Um, She's my eight. number seven. Number seven, okay. Um, but she, and I love like Carrie Fisher and all my other ones, but it's like, a, there's a big gap. <laughs> I've got, I've had a massive crush on Leah Thompson for a long time and 80s Leah Thompson. So Back to the Future in particular, that's where I first got those those feelings for her. Was, she was just so cute, little horny, and I always liked that. <laughs> you, you, Maybe more than a little horny. You, always, uh, you wanted her to find your name in your underwear, right? Exactly. <laughs> Call me Calvin Klein. Uh, I wish, but she was also also she wasn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she was great in Howard the Duck, but she was cute in Howard the Duck. All the right. All the right moves with Tom Cruise. Very very cute and very sexy in that one. Um, and Space Camp as well. Uh, when we watched that, so she is just. She is my '80s it girl, and it ain't close. I, I don't have anything to add to that. We, we we've talked her to death with uh, some of the other stuff. So, uh, Abby, your final one. My final one will probably forever be my crush and also my favorite movie of all time, which is Dirty Dancing. And that's Johnny Uh, Castle, Patrick Swayze. Crazy Swayze. And he also sang one of the songs in that movie, too. He did. She's like the wind. Mm -hmm. Swayze was like, I hate to say it, he was like the full package. He could sing, he could dance, he could act, he looked good. I mean- who wasn't turned on, guy or girl, by that scene in Ghost? Yeah. <laughs> just want his arms yeah. around me yeah. and just, you know. Make me feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make me feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a girl who, I, I don't know a girl who doesn't love Patrick Swayze or didn't, or didn't have a crush on Patrick Swayze. He was, he was, you know, hunky and all that and like dirty dancing. Uh, guys love him for, um, uh, what was that bar movie? Uh, Roadhouse. 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 Yeah. You know, yeah. He was he's awesome in Roadhouse. And and Point Break, another kind yeah. of like He was great in movie. Point Break, yeah. It's a, I guess a little surprising. I don't know. I I always kind of forget about Patrick. I just kind of forget about really? Patrick Swayze sometimes. Oh, uh, he's but, my forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sad. To, <laughs> when did we lose him? That was a while ago. Uh, 2009. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, yeah, it could have been a decade. I mean, uh, thinking about, I mean, that sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, quite a bit of p- people on this list for me: Carrie Fisher, Kelly Preston. Uh, um, yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, multiple, couple different people are no longer with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Patrick Swayze would have, if if he was still around, would have been due for a renaissance. He would have come back around uh-huh. either as yeah. a, another yeah. like action star. You might have seen, we might have seen him in the Expendables. Um, yeah. with those older guys. Yeah, hey, you know, we saw. Yeah, we. The last thing I kind of remember was Donnie Darko with him. He was a, played a teacher in that one. But you're right; he needed mm. something. He did something to kind of bring him back even more so. Mm. Yeah, I, he would have been doing. I think. Uh, I think he would have been. Uh, I think he would have had a, a comeback renaissance sometime in mm. the last ten years if, if we'd not lost him. So, I think that's a great. Yeah. That's a great pick yeah. and a great one to end on. 
Um, I really don't actually have any uh, honorable mentions, so Adam, I'll throw to you. Okay. Uh, so an absolutely gorgeous woman from the 80s, but it really was the 90s uh, where she, I think, she kind of hit, I think, most people's um, crushed our uh, Jennifer Connelly. She was mm-hmm. in Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. She's really cute, but she got, you know, she became just a gorgeous woman in the 90s. Uh, and then with a trend of badass women, actually, I had Sigourney Weaver as oh. Ripley oh, yeah. on on my list um, to, to think about. And then I had three cartoons uh, <laughs> who <laughs> were in heavy consideration. Like they kind of went back and forth on that 9 10 slot. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one being Jessica Rabbit because Jessica Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I thought somebody was going to have that on their actual list. Yeah. Or her, uh, yeah. My other one was April O'Neil because, oh, I mean, yeah. Friends with the Turtles, you know, mm-hmm. sexy redhead. Uh, and then the one and then the other one is another movie that Abby loved. So I watched it plenty when I was younger, but I think it was just the amount of skin we got to see in this Disney princess, Ariel. Oh. That was on my list of the crush. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they all uh, they all were potentials for me. Nice. Uh, Abby, uh, what are your honorable mentions? Okay, so um these aren't really in any order because I couldn't it was hard for me to kind of pick mm-hmm. where they were going to be after number 10 but um so one was a show that didn't start until the late 80s so we probably i mean we watched it more so in the 90s but he played ted on hey dude i had a a crush on him david lasher david lasher that's a little wild and a little strange um (laughs) i thought i thought he was cute we talked hey dude Hey, we did. I did yeah, I did. still think that has one of the best theme songs. I I, I find myself good, singing that from time yeah. to time. And you know what? Actually, uh, was it um, Christine Taylor? Is that it? Uh, I'm kind of surprised she didn't make your list. Thinking about that, because you had a crush on her from Hey Dude. Didn't that? Uh, didn't she make my '90s list? Oh, maybe she made oh, your. Maybe that's, she that's was possible. 90s. I think she made my yeah. '90s list. That's why. Okay. And then um, Kirk Cameron. I always thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, of course. He, yeah, he's an honorable yeah. mention, mostly from Growing Pains, and then he actually was on one episode of Full House. He was Cousin Steve, or at least mm-hmm. one episode. Two from Indiana, Jones. Harrison Ford, I mean, he's handsome. Yeah. yeah. As And also young Indy, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. And with him in Stand By Me also, I think just being kind of like the... Yeah. leader and this sensitive tough kid and mm-hmm. so he was he's one of my and then ralph macchio karate <laughs> kid <laughs> sure sure Those so and more so i thought he kind of certainly got cuter as he aged so in the third karate kid i mm. i found him a little bit more attractive there when it was the when he's kind of grown part, up a little bit when he had grown up a little bit yeah 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 so those are those are my honorable mentions I want to throw out, if anybody wants to find my 2000s crushes, uh, head on over to People Don't Forget. I did that list uh, with um, Marcus and uh, Scott uh, from People Don't Forget, and it gets it gets a little dirtier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, here, because 2000s is really where my, after, you know, when I hit my um, uh, puberty, and, and that's when girls meant a lot to me. Uh, so... <laughs> So just throwing that out there if anybody wants to hear me skis for an hour, go go to listen to People Don't Forget. Awesome. I'm glad you didn't skis too much. I mean, being your I, sister, I'm perfectly to, content to not. Yes. <laughs> try to keep it to a minimum. Be privy to any of that. I think he only mm-hmm. said the word boobies once or twice, so I think we were good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're PG-13 here. Yeah. Oh, well, Abby, thank you so much for uh, for joining us for this. It was fun. It was fun to go back and just kind of just think about old movies and, and old, yeah. old stuff. It's always good to reminisce about that sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Good to have you back. That was our top 10 80s crushes. Please join us next time as Adam and John are feline fine as they break down the 1970 film Aristocats, discuss the 90s cartoon SWAT Cats, and cast the image comic property Wildcats using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, 
go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.